So there was one thing, the last piece of weird news. I didn't know if you knew this. I didn't know this. Back in 2017, Gatorade was banned and fined $300,000 for bad-mouthing water in a video game. Toy Story? Gatorade. Toy Story? And I have Mr. Toy Story Johnson with me along with Mr. Josh Brewer as well. Josh, what are you shopping for today? Desks. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you already had one you wanted me to help bring you in on Sunday. I haven't confirmed anything with him yet. Oh, okay. So you're still looking. He's looking at alternative desks to the desk he wants to buy. What he wants. (laughs) That sounds about right. Well, this yeah. week, Josh is searching for desk while we're talking, so if he randomly starts mumbling about wood, we know why. Mm-hmm. True. L-shape and U-shape or, you know, all these different... Crooked shape or... Yeah. Oh, there goes my shoulder. Oh, I'm falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, thank you for joining us on our episode of Usual Words Podcast. Uh, Wednesday edition, it looks like we're... This is like... Got to be the baseline edition, and then we have the Monday edition, and uh, Aaron's soon to be announced and oh, named uh, Whiskey Wednesday or Spiritual Spirits or whatever he decides to call it. <laughs> it's all in Aaron's court, so whatever Uh-oh. he chooses. <laughs> the future of Pastor Johnson. What? <laughs> That's a huge title. <laughs> I ain't taking that up. Say, well, where did that title come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, no, that wasn't a title. I was just saying. Wait, but that is this is going to be the future. I'm going to be a pastor. He's going to be a pastor. Gosh, I don't think I'd get hired anywhere. I think you get hired everywhere. All right, now you need to be the decision maker, Paul. I don't care. <laughs> He's not biased. This makes me upset. Why don't you care? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wait, wait, you got to phrase it like this. You got, you got to phrase it more important, Paul. This is impacting my spiritual future. Why don't you care? But what? What? My soul. My soul's already taken care of. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> this is going to impact your soul, Josh. Then we need to have another conversation. Anyways, what I think Josh was trying to do, and I don't think worked at all. This is another, uh, you'll find interesting. This is another Aaron topic. Uh oh. Always Aaron. Always about Aaron. Hey, I message you directly. (laughs) Yeah. And saying, hey, Josh, you haven't suggested anything in a couple months. Hey, would you like to suggest at least one? Nothing. Crickets. Yep. Crickets and more crickets. There are crickets upon crickets in that response. Yeah. (laughs) We did talk about it last week, Saturday, though, while we were hanging out. Oh, at the bridal shower? Yeah. Yeah. Was your bridal shower good, Josh? It was. It was good. Yes, yeah, it, it was really fun. Yeah. Anyways, this is another topic that uh, <laughs> Aaron brought up. Uh oh. And Aaron wants to talk about division. I did. So, because that is a very broad topic. No, no. With a lot of implications. Hmm. Johnson. What? Take it away. 
Oh. <laughs> it's also another reason why I don't like talking about topics. Yeah. Well, well, no, here's here's here, here's the deal. Here's here's a little secret. If you give me a very broad topic, division, and don't give me any Oops. focus on it, Oops. I'm going to rely a little bit more heavily on the person who suggested the topic than on the topic. That's fair, Johnson. Take it away. Wait one yeah. second. Johnson has to get into his reclining pose. <laughs> <laughs> the leg is stuck under the couch. So I guess, okay, what pretty much <laughs> brought this to my mind was I was listening to a couple sermons while at work. Uh, yeah, sometime during the week. Better than shopping while at work. Yeah, because I can still work. Um, but I was thinking, of, well, so listening to the sermon, pretty much uh, this pastor was talking about how, okay, well, I mean, they were going to have something at the church. Um, well, I'm going to forget that for now. Um, but it's just like, okay, he believes in free will. Okay. Other people believe in predestination. Okay. Oh, and what? what Other than to say, when you say he, but then you said other people. So that's where it kind of connects in that. The pastor believes in free will. Yes. Um, he's done sermons on the past about why he believes and free will, and you know, tries and backs it up biblically to his best ability. Okay. Um, but he was going on and talking about it's just, it's crazy, um, how much stuff causes division one in the church amongst each other. And okay, now granted, obviously, <laughs> even I know that times are kind of crazy right now, at least for sure in the states. And if Aaron is aware of that, you know it's really bad. Yeah, right. Because that means I've seen it and heard about it on the news, and that almost never happens. <laughs> I was going to say, when did you watch the news ever? <laughs> I do, when I come home from work and stuff like that, and when mom gets home, they always watch the news, and then I'll sit and eat dinner and partake in it for a little while, but then usually at some point it just drives me nuts. I'm like, I'm sick of this, and then I leave. Um, <laughs> anywho, um, but no, yeah, so there's, I mean, there's a ton of division going on just all over the place. And, but so this pastor was talking about, you know, like, especially now with I will, Corona and with, um, like this, the black lives matter civil stuff unrest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was saying that like now is probably a time where people really look at the church and see how they're acting with all this going on. And the thing that drives him crazy is when you see the church so divided among itself about, well, I want not, not stupid topics, but it's just like over stuff that in the end doesn't really matter a whole lot kind of thing as going back to free will or predestination kind okay. of belief type thing. So that's kind of like what got this whole thing stirred up. And I mean, honestly, yeah, I just want to talk about division kind of in general, because it's like, one, that's the one thing that this pastor was saying, like the devil's got that trick up his sleeve kind of thing, where he's like, he's divided the church amongst itself in certain ways. I mean, that's what I mean. We have different denominations and stuff like that. And uh-huh. It's just like, it's, it's sad to see how cutthroat people can get with each other, 
even though for us as Christians, we're supposed to come together, you know, as, uh, I mean, for being a Christian, it's like we all believe in Christ and you know what not. It's like he's the thing that should unite us, but yet we create things that just creates us, well, has, causes us to separate ourselves from one another and then causes, you know, fight or tension between one another. And that's something like, I, yeah, I, it really bothers me, I guess. And it sucks to see. And I mean, obviously, it's not going to go away. I mean, we're human. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't going to be able, well, won't, I guess, look past things. And granted, again, like, so on a different thing other than just religion, it's like talking with a, uh, um, a coworker at work. Well, not well. Pretty much my supervisor. Um, him and I. I feel like we can have good conversations. Um, one is because okay, yeah. Granted, we have different beliefs on things. Um, but it's like when him and I talk about it, we can share what we believe and what you know. Well, I can share what I believe. He can share what he believes. Yeah, we'll disagree on stuff, but at the end of the thing, it's like, okay, yeah, we're both human. We're both going to have our disagreements, kind of a degree to disagree kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just, I mean, I even probably for you and me, we probably don't, we don't agree on everything. Josh and I, we don't agree on everything. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you're a person in, well, granted, we're friends. And it's like, I love and care for you as a friend, and I'm not going to let something small get in the way of our friendship kind of thing sorry what what are you sorry for now talk to me about it i have you but but in (laughs) paul's like oh no (laughs) but in retrospect in retrospect you've done the same i've taken the issue and i make it paul's like oh i know this too well but i'm not gonna speak um but you are speaking. No, I was saying that as if I was oh, Paul. Uh, okay, He's trying to speak sorry. for me. Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, he spoke. Like when we've had issues. Oh, there's a rug. There's a broom. Sweep, sweep, sweep. I sit there. <laughs> oh, talk about I, I walk it over up. the rug. I can feel all the dirt underneath the rug, and I unsweep it back up. But anyways, continue. I don't like you. You can get out of my house. <laughs> I'm just so I think we're gonna have a mediation session right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Help out, Paul. <laughs> Continue, Johnson. I don't know. It, it, I guess when we talk about this whole division thing, it's like, I guess it's, it's almost like it, it feels impossible. To, well, grant, yeah, you're never going to make everybody happy. There's always going to be the, some people that get upset by stuff. But it's like, what do you do in a world where everyone is so divided? That's like, it's like, it's like we're creating ways. Just to get aggravated with each other more so. And it's it just seems, at least to me, it just seems to get so more and more ridiculous as time goes on. So it's like how I don't know, it's like how do you go about acting amongst people that are well, one, I guess, so hated towards each other. Uh okay. So this topic is a lot wider than even just the concept of division. Like, yeah. Because yeah. there is a lot going on. There is a lot going but on. But we're first going to address the microcom the microcosm here. The microcosm? Josh's earlier comment. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the main one. Josh, what did you sweep under the rug? That's for you. You forgot the S. It's plural. What did I sweep? No, he said sweep. Sweeps. What did I sweeps? That's under the rug. Sweep is plural and singular. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Someone needs to go back to school. <laughs> and, 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 and you don't have to say it if you don't want to, but I'm trying to prove a point here. So if you want to, just go let ahead. Let it out. Do it. Um, nothing, anything. Recent. I, no, I was just saying. I'm not saying it's recent because you said in the past. So yeah. obviously this was something in the past. Yeah. Let it out. I've moved on. I moved. I moved. I, I think we settled it. I was just saying. I was just. I was just. No, what was it though? I don't remember. Oh, great. <laughs> and there was my point. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, when you have divisions like this, mm-hmm. they are so big at that moment. But you move on like a year later and you're like, what, what was I angry at that person about for? Why do I care? Why did I cut them out of my life for? Why am I arguing with them? Mm-hmm. What started this again? Oh, yeah, she wore pink at my wedding and I wanted her to wear <laughs> green. You know, small stuff like you, that. You know, something ridiculous. Trust me, I remember some of the stuff that, jo- that Josh was like, why does Aaron do this? <laughs> oh, I remember things. Oh, goodness. But I, you, you guys <laughs> took care of it and you took, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so but that, but I was getting more yeah. towards that large point of usually these are minor things. Right. I, I say usually these are small things that people just emotionally take and make it blow it up bigger than it is. So let's say, you know, let's talk about the church division stuff first. Okay. Yeah. You know, there is some stuff that, Theologically, certain denominations don't agree with the others on. So, correct. Let's take forward like a Protestant religion, which doesn't agree with the more Catholic religions, where they're like, pray to Mother Mary and pray to the saints and that. And Protestants are like, for the most part, going, mm, no. <laughs> no, 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 we don't have to go through the whatever number of baptisms and da 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 to get saved. That's not what it is. It's through faith alone, through you know, believing in Jesus and all that. Not, let me go and pray to Mother Mary and get baptized as an infant and then before death and as marriage and blah, 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 blah. All, I, don't right. even, I, I lost track of the number of Catholic baptisms out there. But, oh, wow. but for them, it's important, you know? You know, that's part of their faith. And Protestant and Catholic, they disagree on that part. And both can back it up biblically, or, or at least what they say they're backing up biblically right. for it, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, one side versus the other will say, well, you know, you're Protestant, da, 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 or cause this happens in my own family. Cause a lot of my family is Catholic. There's very few that are more on, are, that are on the Protestant side. And when I say Catholic with my family, it's Eastern Christmas Catholic. Oh, I heard, I heard a, uh, a saying, a priester. For a uh, Christian Christian type thing, so we're the only show for Christmas and Easter. I was like, I like that. I've yeah. never heard that before, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> yes. So, but you have that division between these two like main denomination branches, right? And and to be fair, we don't really get along theology wise, but we can still get together. We can still get along personally. Mm-hmm. So I look at things like um, Life Fest that we have here in Wisconsin. Obviously not this year due to COVID. <laughs> but one of the biggest uh, peop- one of the biggest groups that fundraises for them is the Archdiocese of 
uh, Green Bay. Did not even know that or what that is. Archdiocese, that's like a Catholic, like that's how they break it up, but organizationally. So oh. they like they have a big old camping spot there. They raise a lot of money for Life Fest and that, you know, and they partner with them and do that. Even though most of the people that go to Life Fest are more Protestant side, it's still like, okay, that's cool. We're we're divided on what we think theologically on some of the stuff, but we can still get together and work together in all other aspects. We right. we, we can as you said, agree to disagree. Yes, we may not, uh, you know, if we were sitting down like at a, a big theological debate, yeah, we're going to go He's against each other, but we're not going to let that separate us. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, listening to that sermon, it definitely, it, maybe it is just that one thing where they're messaging, messaging the pastor on and be like, you're not right with this and stuff. But I mean, it seems like people are a lot more harsh yes and, and that was besides okay yeah so okay. that's how it should be when yeah. i say that's how it should be i'm talking about where like we can disagree theologically but we right. still can get together we can still celebrate together we can still have fun at a, a concert together we can still you know sit down with a meal next to each other just because we we're, we may come from a different theological background doesn't mm. mean we can't do stuff together I am sure, I can guarantee you, where I go to church at Fellowship, there's probably people who disagree with the pastor at times. <laughs> yeah. And they can still, while they might voice their opposition or they you know, might disagree, they're not like getting up in the middle of the sermon going, you are wrong, you are wrong, <laughs> you know, and, and like leaving a protest right. in the middle of the service. But they might have that private disagreement. So I think there's really a, a big difference between having like a very like a private disagreement oh yeah and a very public like we're gonna hold a news conference on the steps of the church all you know three of us who disagree with the pastor and denounce him publicly and call for his resignation because we don't like him yeah there's a difference between that and you know someone who doesn't agree with you know something the pastor did or said you know and where it's when I say up to interpretation, where it's a, not an obvious thing of, you know, the Bible says, you know, you should not uh, lay with another person if you're married. You know, you shouldn't sleep with another person yeah. while you're married. Ad yeah, adultery. adultery. And the pastor goes, well, I committed adultery and it's fine. That is, <laughs> okay. If there's not division over that, you're doing division wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Th right. Th there's concept of. Uh, grace, forgiveness, and restoration. Yes. But at the same time, that person should, probably should not be in power. And, and if they are, the elders or the deacons or whatever need to intervene and keep this in in check. There's, there's, there's a proper way to do that. Mm -hmm. But if it's like, pastor comes up, I committed adultery, and it's great. And everyone's <laughs> like, yay! We all, just, we all agree with you. And no one's like, uh what hey you're never gonna see that a hey? because right now it seems in the world like if someone goes two plus two equals four someone goes no it's five with it's large five. amounts of two and you know there it's like everything is divisionable right now divisible i don't know divisionable yeah whatever yeah okay but, but in the church it you know it's the same thing it, it really comes down to how is that 
how do you interact with that? How do you interact with a person maybe you disagree with? Because disagreement is not division. No. Division is... It's like, it's like holding a grudge and holding something well, against it's, them. It's not, not, it's not even... I wouldn't even say just holding a grudge, but it's holding a grudge and taking like active, action on it. Taking active action. Active action. Mm. Not passive action. Active action. So you disagree with the pastor and they walk in the room, you walk out. Okay. That's active That's, action. Okay. All right. I gotcha. Passive action would be you sitting there and going, I hate this pastor. I hate this pastor. I hate this pastor. I hate this but pastor. Still. But still staying there. Because when you're taking active action, you're ex- you're making known that you don't agree with this. Right, you're making known your internal thoughts externally. Yeah. That, I, jeez, and I haven't even thought of that before. You know, just someone emailing the pastor saying, you're wrong, I would label that more disagreement, not, not division. Be, no, okay, yeah, saying you're wrong, yes, but then it comes down to the whole of, like, trying to publicly um, tear them down right. and make them Now, seem, if, if they yeah. were, like, like I said, like, leading a news conference, or if they, like, we're leading a movement of people within the church to go to the deacons or the elders or whatever, you know, whatever your yeah. el- your governing body of your church is and saying, we need to get rid of him because he doesn't agree with me. He hurts my feels. <laughs> he hurts my feels. You know, then that is division. Yes. When you get to that point where you have people actively moving beyond Attempting to have a conversation and actively trying to cause the person they disagree with either harm, um, removal from their authority, or any other punitive damages. Yeah, yeah. Because that's when division happens. Division yeah. isn't just, well, we think this. No, and yeah. Division isn't simple disagreement. It's, it's, yeah, taking, an, as you said, active action yeah. on stuff. And it is a fair thing, you know, in the church. There have been churches that have split from other churches because they have an active disagreement with maybe the firing of a pastor or the hiring of a pastor. Yeah. um, Where, you know, part of the congregation just leaves and heads off to another church or maybe founds a new church. You know, you have those things happen. So it's not like it's an uncommon thing. Now, the the point that the pastor said, you know, like the rest of the world, especially with all this division going on in the country right now, looking at the church and how they handle it, I can see that. Because how are we handling that division when it happens? Are we being as vile and hatred as the rest of the world is to what they are opposed to? And Or are we saying, yes, we disagree. Yes, we split. But no, we don't hate each other. Yeah. And that's... Well, that's what I... I Granted, I don't look, you know, I guess like at the full scale, you know, or across the country as to how bad or good that can actually be amongst the churches. Because, I mean, part of me hopes that it's not as bad as I think it could be. But then at the same time, I always think, okay, we're all human. We can be really stupid. So it would not be of any surprise to me that were some people in that are involved in the church are making that kind of well are showing that kind of a, i guess action or putting that on display where people will look at it and be like well okay one they claim you know that 
well, for, for Jesus, you know, loving, being uh, loving and stuff is like they can't even love each other. So this guy that they're apparently supposedly following mm-hmm. is just a big joke. And, and that's a fair criticism. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 that is a fair thing, you know, to be 100% honest. Because if we, as a church body, as Christians, as followers, claim to follow principles, we claim to say we follow what's in the Bible. The Bible talks about Jesus, who we're supposed to believe in, and who we're supposed to be followers. Christians literally mm. means little Christ. Yep. If we're supposed to be emulating that, and the minute something happens within the church, you know, whether it's a person that does something, a pastor, a deacon, um, yeah, whatever, you know, I didn't like what the organist weared this week, <laughs> and that causes the church to split. Okay, <laughs> you know, they're going to look right. at that and be like, they're just as petty as the rest of us. Oh yeah. Well, and okay. Let's say to a point, I mean, we can be from time to time because granted it's like, well, I guess, okay, let me, I guess try and finish this. Maybe this is stupid. I don't know. But it's like, okay. Cause we're all human. Yep. And yes, we can all be as petty as one of another can be. But then I guess I feel like the thing you either should you know, wait on and keep an eye out for is how do you respond to it after time like okay i we can be hanging out right like okay so let's say there's you and me and then there's two other people that are like us but i guess don't believe in christ kind of thing you i do something to you or vice versa right and the one that got hurt lashes out on the other in an instant reaction and stuff like so i mean you can have one person look at both of us and be like, okay, well, they're the same and how we reacted towards each other. Right. But then hopefully for us, for the ones that, you know, being Christians, hopefully either I will go to you for forgiveness in lashing out on you for whatever it was kind of thing, or again, vice versa, however it ends up happening. So I feel like that's also a very important thing because it's like, it's so easy to, as soon as you see something, your immediate reaction is to judge and hold that against them. But then it's like, you know, hold off for a second. Cause I mean, us as humans, uh, yeah, sometimes we can be harsh towards one another. And it's like, we need to take a second step back and be like, wait a minute, that wasn't right. Yeah. Sometimes, Let me go make this sometimes right. we're going to flop the handle as humans. Yeah. We're not robots. No, we're emotional. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, you know, <laughs> you know, we sometimes, We'll have those emotional outbursts, right. okay? You know, where, like you're saying, where you like you lash out because I did something, okay? Right. And if Josh is over there, he's going to look and be like, geez, Aaron, what a jerk. Right. And, you know, just lashing out for nothing. But he's not seeing the whole context. Mm-hmm. He's not seeing the context of what I did, you know? Right. And what I did was probably maybe jerkish at this time, which caused you to lash out. But then, but then Josh isn't seeing the aftermath where there's that reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Same thing when you see when you talk about division in the church. What you see in the news, what you see in the out, out there as outsiders, yeah. is you see that division, you see that outlash, you see that um, that vile hatred that happens. But, yeah. but then when the maybe the reconciliation happens afterwards, that that's doesn't... not seen. Yeah. Now. I'm not naive enough to think that there will always be that reconciliation. There are some times where that doesn't happen still. And as much as I'd like to say that, you know, 
all the churches of the world are going to get that right. You know what? Churches are filled with imperfect people. And imperfect people are going to do imperfect things. Mm-hmm. And imperfect things and imperfect people are going to get things wrong. And we're going to screw up. But the goal is to realize where we screw up and hopefully learn and hopefully reconcile once that is pointed out and we learn. And that we can humble ourselves to say, yeah, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not always the case. One would hope it would be, but it's not always. No. Josh, you've been quiet. <laughs> I know you've been shopping, but what are your thoughts? <laughs> on the whole division? No. On the multiplication. I shouldn't have. I, I, yeah, I'm you sorry, shouldn't. Paul. You shouldn't have. That was all on me. <laughs> what? Specifically, Josh, what are you? What are your thoughts on division, like in the church, how it's handled, maybe ways it could be handled better? Because think about that, Johnson. Because yeah. that that'll be coming to you next. But I want to hear how it's handled, like what how we could handle it better, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear Josh's thoughts on all of what we talked about and that question <laughs> first before we go back to you. Okay. Um, I will. I will say with the division and the whole, it's just politics. That's all it really is. It's what um, it's a group of people that have found each other that agree this is important, this is important, and this is important, and this is important. I tell you right now, I have not been since COVID, I have not been to a normal sermon. And by normal, I mean I haven't been to a church on a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Amy and I have done um, uh, stuff on YouTube. We've watched uh, Andy Stanley. We've watched Francis Chan. So we're getting a taste of uh, some of these some some of these people and I know Aaron's family have watched First Free. Well, and I, I have they say my f- parents have gone between was um oh, well, it was Charles Stanley, uh this guy named Michael Youssef and um oh my why can't I think of the guy uh John MacArthur Okay. I've also watched uh what's his name? He's from Elevation Church. I oh oh oh, oh. um I've, I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but regardless, uh, yeah. go on. You know, I, so I've watched all sorts of different preaching styles. Um I've watched different different churches. Ah, I don't know. It's like it, it's to me it's like I've been 100% honest. I'm not up to date on my uh my divisions. The denominations the divisions in Christianity. I'm not up to date as to what each one believes and stuff. I just kind of go off of the message. Well, we're 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 talking not even just division division amongst denominations. We're talking about divisions within the church body itself. Even yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, people yeah. people people get upset at you because you're wearing shorts in the church. How and, dare you? And oh, I was going to get there too. And as okay. you as you had said before that, um, you know, this is the devil's work. The devil has gotten into our lives he makes us want to be picky and quite honestly if we weren't selfish we wouldn't care what the other person was wearing if we weren't selfish we wouldn't care that somebody is following something from the old testament that doesn't make sense anymore you know like the uh, how how what was it one guy i went to work with they claim to be christians they believe jesus died on the cross for our sins and he rose again okay and it was interesting. Apparently, there was a guy in the 1900s who was supposed to be the last prophecy, like like 
The last prophet. So they the it was a prophecy. church, and they believed that this guy, I forget the name of the guy, I haven't, I haven't talked to this dude in four years, uh, but they believed that this guy who came in uh, in the 1900s was the last prophet. And okay. as much as they believed in, in Jesus and God, the Trinity, and what you had to do as a Christian to, be, you know, to go to heaven, uh, they worshiped this guy who claimed to be the last prophet. And their basis of that is he had predicted up until today, he had predicted it all, like the major events and stuff that have happened. And so I, I just, it, it, to me, it was interesting because it made no sense to what I knew. But I knew that the devil was causing them to idolize something out of context, but they thought it was in context and they thought it was in the, in the lines of acceptability because they were believing because they believed in the Trinity and, and all that, that this is, it was really weird. But one of the other things is they believed is women are not allowed to wear makeup and that women have to wear skirts and all the way down to their ankles. Those were two big musts when it came to women. And because I, because I asked him, I said, Hey, you're, you're, you're a girlfriend. So, cause, and that's what got us into the conversation on, on that is, mm-hmm. you know, she was wearing a skirt. Every time I saw her, she was wearing a skirt. Um, and they're not Amish. They're not, they're not, you know, she wasn't a nun, nothing like that, but she wore a skirt wherever she went. And so it's interesting to see that, that would be something that would devise, um, to divide the church on a large scale. So, it's just a belief. Okay, so the, the, I, so so the thing that divided them was that they were following a false prophet. Yeah, they were following a false prophet. I think that's a very divisible thing. Yes, but but it's the but the, like we're talking more along the lines of something that can be backed up biblically or don't like. The shorts you're wearing, not. But the, Aaron declares himself a prophet, and people follow him. But I was using. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I, and the, the, I call the, the, the future. So I mean, I know the future. No, you don't. Trust me. The you future don't. is death at some point for everyone Not until we upload our consciousness to the computers. Oh, <laughs> but that's what I was getting at. I wasn't getting at the major like like that's a major theological issue. Oh, yes, but one of the things is the characteristic of how we're supposed to have our appearance appearances. And to, to think that that is, because when you have, if you take the false prophet out of it. Okay, so if you want to take the false prophet take out of it. Take the false prophet out of it. I mean, there's more to this church than what they believe. And, right. And the differences between denominations and what Baptists and evangelicals okay, and well, Lutherans and. So, you know, so make it make it this way. Make it this way. Maybe this will make it a little more sense. And because it removes a false prophet, you have two churches, same denomination. One's very conservative, one's a skirts and that. Yes. Okay, and one is uh. you. Can, women can wear jeans to church. <gasps> no. Okay, let's use that because yes. then that okay. removes all, the, right. all the false prophet stuff. Which, yes, that is a point of division. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank Since you. you were trying to get to the modesty portion of it, I was like, so you what? have like. Yes. Better way to phrase it. You have the different levels of conservatives. Uh, 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 this boy can't talk. He's dead. <laughs> he needs He's his. He needs his grandpa nap. Right. The different levels of conservatism between the different denominations of churches. 
Okay. Okay. And how it can come all the way down to the point of the clothes you wear. Yep. And as you were saying before, you know, how somebody can get upset. And that, and it's just all a thing of sin. is because of the different things that we will prioritize in the Bible and say, this needs to matter now. This is important. Then this is important now. Or maybe or maybe what's in the New Testament isn't important now. Or certain parts is, isn't, you know, you have all these things that we pick and choose. It's cookie cutter. Okay. You know, it's it's making... I guess you could say that denominations is a way of saying, this is the perfect vision of Christianity for me. I don't have to wear a skirt. I'm not forced to wear a skirt. It's not a sin to wear a skirt. I'm going to go over here and be a part of this denomination. So hang on, hang on. I was just readjusting myself. I wasn't. (laughs) Okay. Not yet. So in all honesty, if you were to take all the rules out and you had the Ten Commandments and the principle and you weren't allowed, well, I shouldn't say you weren't allowed, and you didn't have any of the other issues, there would be no point of denominations, there would be no point of church division. Okay. Okay. Now, one of the things I will say about church division is you will have it divide based on relations and based on message. Now, I absolutely would say it's completely petty if somebody flipped out with someone else's wearing, but that can also be more of an old folk thing. So you could bring up drums being introduced in the yep. worship band. There's yep. that too. There's that. Or electric uh, or guitar. Moving away from the, the organ, moving away from hymns to more contemporary. Uh, we get so comfortable with this idea of church and how we've adjusted our lives to church. And I think we forget about the fact that Christianity is not revolved around, um, how do I put this? Uh, It makes sense in my head. Let's see if I can say this. Christianity is not revolved around a building. It is not revolved around um, the process in which we do stuff. It is revolved around why we do stuff. And it was revolved around the people we are with. Does that make sense? It doesn't matter how we perform music. It, what matters is that whatever we are doing, we are worshiping Christ. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the clothes we wear as long as we're not trying to get attention other than honoring God's. Okay? okay. I mean, a girl can be fully clothed and a guy can still have bad thoughts. Yeah. What is her intent of how she presents herself? Is she presenting herself with a negative or positive intent? Same with a guy. How does he dress? Is he dressing to get all the attention of the woman? Or is he dressing in a way that he feels comfortable and he feels God would approve of? If he did that, then I imagine a lot of guys and women would be just wearing sweatpants. But I mean, yeah. hey, hey, Aaron likes that. But, uh, yeah. Just so, yeah, if you, if you try to pull, it's like if you pulled away all the theology, yeah, I could see that. Unfortunately, the world we live in is one where we have the Bible and where, like Aaron's original comment was, you know, predestination versus free will. You know, that, that, that's a sticking a point for day. some people. Some, yeah. You know, some people cannot stand the idea that someone else has an opinion contrary to theirs. Right. They're not willing to let them have their opinion, which is backed by data, and theirs backed by data too. So both sides backed by data, yes. different pieces of data. 
And instead of them saying, you know what, we uh, disagree on this, but we can live peacefully because we agree on the core principles of the faith, of the tenets. And this is a piece where we have to agree to disagree with. And there are some people out there who say, I can't let you have your opinion different than yours, so I must beat you down into submission. And and that's where I think a lot of people, to me, a big part. A big part of Christianity is the realization that it is not a, it's not a place, it's not a thought, it's not a way of life that was ever intended to be comfortable in this world. And I think too many people get stuck on that because they see it as a way to make themselves included in something bigger than themselves without having to really work for it. And I went through a church division. I don't remember if Aaron was present at the time that he went through a church division. I know when I talked about church division, I was thinking about your church in particular at the time. And unfortunately, I was too young to fully understand exactly why the church separated, Mm -hmm. but half darn near the church left. Yep, I know. And to me, the people that went with were the type of people that you would find. I'm going to say, I'm going to quote this in the clicky kind. Yep. The, 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 and when I say clicky kind, I mean the kind of people that when they left, it was more of like this group movement. Like, oh, hey, you know, Aaron's going. I'm going to go. You know, let's go hang out over here. You know, it wasn't it, w- it wasn't people who were there for the message. It wasn't people who were really there for um, the uncomfortable portion of it, getting told what they don't want to hear. It was people there that went with the flow. It was people there that... uh I took things at face value or they would say, oh, yeah, I do Bible time every morning. Oh, OK, I mean, anybody can open the Bible, read a passage, close and say, God, Heavenly Father, thank for, thank for allowing me to wake up. Help me have a good day. Boom. And go to work. You know, anybody can do that. But being able to sit there, think about it, let it sink, let it let it open you up. You know, that that's the kind of people that I was saying that was more, so more of a, a follower, uh, a fan of Christ instead of a follower. And. The people that we saw stay, a good portion of them are still there, are still here at at our church today. But I unfortunately was too young to know exactly. What I do know is the pastor was speaking in a certain way that the elders did not approve because it it was not following the beliefs and the guidelines of the church. So, yeah, I know know all about it because my mom went to that separatist church. Oh, she did? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Did she still go there? No. Oh, why she stop? Uh, because they separated. There was a segment <laughs> within that I separated from them. Really? Yeah. Oh my Into God. another church. So is is <laughs> is is she still following the pastor, or is she following the separate church, or did she leave it all together? She went to a different church and then left that church. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So I know all the ins and outs, even though I was never involved with anything related to that, just because my mother and all that fun stuff and listening about all the bitterness and all the, yeah, bitterness, I would call it that that was a result of that split. And like Aaron was saying, you know, you look at it from the outside and you're like, they're no different than anyone else. Yeah. And that, but that's just me looking in. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how their relationship between the pastors and the leaders of that split church, if they ever reconciled with the churches they came from. I don't know that. Maybe they have. And that's the problem sometimes with division is sometimes the division itself is publicized, 
But the reconciliation is kept secret. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make for apparently good, I don't know, not good for views. No, it's no. it's not good. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, too, the church has every power to avoid that as well. Avoid what? This publicized, this... You can't avoid that. No, because here's the thing. Church is filled with imperfect people doing... Imperfect things. Yes. Understood. And so people, when they get their feelings hurt, when they get angry about something, they're going to make it known to the rest of the world. So that way everyone else is as angry or as upset as they are. Or has the same feeling that they want towards the opposite party. That's literally what I just said. (laughs) Not quite. What? Not quite. I mean, I can sit there. You could publicize something about Aaron Johnson and make him look like a bad person. I neither have anger. Won't take much. Or (laughs) I I could, you know, neither have anger or I I could have. I I might not have a negative emotional response to him, but I could still look look at him and go, ah, he's less of a person now. The goal of publicizing that, making it public, is not necessarily to get you angry. It's to get you along the same thought lines of me. This yes. is why you should be angry yeah. with Aaron or whatever he did. I don't know. What did you do? I, you slaughtered a kitten. What? <laughs> I was going to say something about a cat, but right, yeah. What so, hasn't Aaron is. done? There's a lot of things I haven't done. Yes. You innocent child. <laughs> I could say one word that would explain the innocence. Oh, no. <laughs> what word is that? Buddhism. Buddhism. <laughs> yes. Buddhism. But okay, so that that that's division in the church. Uh, did you want to cover division in general in the world, or do you want to save that for another fun thing? Because that that could be a whole other topic in and of itself. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, and considering what our, are we at? Hour in about? No, really? Yeah. Wow. Because okay, so I mean, yeah. But and you still have to answer the. <laughs> you forgot the question. No, 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 no. I got He's the question. I'm just trying to remember if Josh answered it. I don't think I did. No, you didn't. How, how, what are some ways good can... w- ways, good ways to handle division where maybe it doesn't turn into uh, a publicity stunt, uh, yeah. a fireworks, a brawl in the street? Uh... I mean, in all honesty, it's, it, <laughs> it takes two to tango. It takes, it takes two to tango. Right. Two to resolve. So maybe both parties. Have to, you say maybe. It was it, the reason I say is it depends on how many people are involved in this certain action. Well, no, when you say two parties, that could be group. A party oh, could be a I'm group sorry. of people. Okay, I'm assuming persons. Okay, but, never mind. But period. At the, towards the end of the day, it's going to take two people in a situation for it to. Not the same people. Come out. Period. It's going to take two people because no. things. So now you change it from parties to people. Parties. No, I'm saying parties. But I'm saying all the way down to people. You could have a pastor okay. and an elder going shoulder to shoulder. And one of them could oh. be fine with the other one, but the other one could still be trying to egg on Uh-oh. shoulder to shoulder. Head to head. Yeah, head to head, shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, shoulder is like you're supporting each other. I'm sorry, head to head. <laughs> That's I'm like, you could have a pastor and an elder going shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, they're supporting each other. But that is a, I'm like, Sick. wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me refuse. Is that a head. wrestling term, by the way? Shoulder no, to no. shoulder? Okay. Well, I was trying to give you benefit of the doubt here. (laughs) If you were shoulder to shoulder in wrestling, you'd be in some trouble. Um, Okay. 
Go I'm, on. I don't know anything uh, about wrestling. <laughs> but if you have a pastor and an elder, and they're going head to head. Okay. okay. Good. Yeah. You still have one at the very least that is keeping this situation between two people alone. Kate, you may have said something to me and not even realize that it pissed me off. And now I'm sitting here trying to make you look bad. I mean, it takes two people, period. So it takes two people to resolve. So even if you don't even know what you have done to me has offended me or pissed me off, I, on my end, at the very least, have to look at you and go, what Aaron did, he did not mean to do it. He did not realize what he was doing. I just need to let this go. Well, so at that point, I guess I would say, I I don't know if you're going to go here or not, but um, as far as that goes, I wouldn't just let it go kind of thing. Because if I piss you off, don't, you can, maybe, yeah, I didn't know that it did that or whatever. And this goes back to, I mean, okay, gosh, bringing up the past. Here we go. Okay, like, I don't know. Like for, gosh, I hate doing this. Um, so because I've talked to you guys about like being like the butt of a joke or whatever so yep. often. So I haven't done that in a while. Uh, I? I'd do it to myself. So I don't know. Wait, wait, what was that for the? What? What? <laughs> gosh dang it! Wait, no, I think I probably did do but, it today. Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. But, like the thing is, okay, I'd, for me at the time it was. I guess it can maybe it can still happen. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, but it's like, you don't know that could have potentially made me upset at some point. Mm-hmm. Which it but has. Had I, had I just tried to let it go, that's not really a good thing to do, though, either. So it's, it's good to bring that up to the other person and be like, hey, you might not have known this, but this is what happened. And this is how it made me feel or whatever. So then you get an understanding of each other, more of an understanding of, each other and how to help uplift one another over time and not cause issues in the future. At the same time, you also have to look at the occurrence of the situation too. If you are constantly, if I'm constantly doing something that is irritating you, bugging you, that is something that you should not let go. And that is something that you should bring up. But if it's a one-time occurrence, why would you let it go? I don't know. This whole thing called, oh, forgiveness. Second up buttercup. Never. But see, well, no, it's, that's not a, that I wouldn't, it's not that well, I wouldn't forgive you for it. It's just saying, hey, this happened. Just I, yes, there is a difference between uh, letting it go, forgiveness, and suck it up, buttercup. Those are three different things. It is. It is three different things. Yeah. <sighs> and it's Josh's favorite phrase, suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up, buttercup. I don't know why he likes that phrase. I don't know. I don't know. I heard it somewhere, and I'm like, yeah. Anyways. I... <laughs> Poor Paul. Anyways, but, go on. Um, but no. So I like you. Fair point. I guess it depends on how big the thing it was too. Like if it was a small thing, maybe yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> when you sit, when I was saying, suck it up, Buttercup. There are just some things that, as humans, we have this funny thing of like making, liking, liking to make things about us and more about us than they need to be. And but then that also dives into a situation again of what you're talking about sin and selfishness. So it's one of those. I don't know how to put it. As long as there's sin in the world, we will never get anything down right. No, we won't get anything down right necessarily the first pass through, but we can always realize after maybe a division happened. Okay. After a church split happened, that 
There are parties involved. Between the two parties, forgiveness can be sought. Reconciliation mm-hmm. can be sought. And that's why I said, you know, this, this sounds like as we're as, as you and Aaron are having this conversation, I'm like, the one thing that is not being brought into any of this, suck it up, buttercup, but yeah, you could just suck it up and all that. But here's the thing. You don't deal, if you don't deal with the core, if you don't forgive the other party, even if you do not talk to them. Let's say you two, Josh and Aaron, are having a little, a little tiff, a little powwow. No, not a powwow, a little tiff, a uh, fracas. What's a what's a tiff? A little, a little fight. No, 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 no. It's not little. It's a fracas. We're having a fracas. You're having a little tiff. A tiff. <laughs> You're having a tiff. You're having a little tiff, and you know Aaron does something to piss off Josh, and that's causing a division between you two. You know, it's it's rough for a little bit. And Aaron doesn't know what he did, necessarily. He did something, made Josh angry. Josh is bitter over it. And Aaron's like, la, 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 everything's good. And Josh is like, no, no good son of a gun, Johnson. Right. Exactly like that. (laughs) And you can have that. And that can cause some division between you. You can, you have a couple ways to address that. You can go and talk to him and say, Johnson, look, this is what you did, and this is, you know, what made me angry, blah, blah, blah. And that's one way of doing it, and that's probably the most preferred way, because you're going to him, you're telling him what happened, you're letting him know, so that way in the future he doesn't do it. And, you know, in the end, you reconcile, you forgive him, blah, blah, blah. But let's say you want to go talk to him, and Johnson goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're just being emotional. And you, at that point, have a choice of either going... Yes, I'm going to continue to be upset at him for whatever it was or go, look, I don't get what's going on. But for my self, for my sanity, for my mental health, for my fortitude, for my whatever, I have to forgive him. Now, where that looks like a suck it up buttercup where you just, you know, you actually forgive him and you let it go and you just suck it up and deal with it or you have to have talk with God or whatever and just say, okay, I forgive Aaron, even though we, we don't have that conversation. That is, could be one of the most freeing things for you. And interchurch conflict falls under that same thing. There has to be a reconciliation, at least an attempt at. It's not always going to happen. You're going to have churches that are going to split off from one another. You're going to have pastors that are going to vehemently disagree with one another and maybe get into altercations. You're going to have, you know, Josh walked into the church wearing shorts and a group of people all of a sudden get beyond upset at his lack of decency. I wanted to show off my hairy legs. You're going to have that. And if that reconciliation, the group's coming together, is impossible. The group that got offended, the only way to stop that division, that hatred, that from brewing and killing them inside is to forgive the other party. Because sometimes that's the only thing you can do. Because what if you're only in contact with that party for maybe one day while you're on a trip? If you let that continue to fester in you, that is when we're talking more along the works of what Satan's doing. Because now he's using that little festering wound to come into your life, to start using that anger as justification for anything. (laughs) Well, Josh wore shorts in church. So therefore, and this is while I was on vacation, you know, Josh wore shorts in church on this 
church I was visiting at. I don't even know the guy's name. I'm just going to call him Josh. And because of that, I'm not going to do X, Y, or Z because I'm upset at him. How dare he offend me? So we've got to learn to forgive each other. And when it's possible, it's not possible to talk to the other party and seek forgive, seek reconciliation with them. We need to learn to forgive them and kind of just let it go. And you know what? That sucks. It's hard. It's not easy. And I think we're all still learning how to do that. The church doesn't have it right after 2,000 years. <laughs> right. How are we going to have it right under 40 years of age? Right. Again, the church is full of imperfect people doing imperfect things imperfectly.